What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Unsolicited with Sam and Jordan. I am Sam. This is Jordan. And I'm still chewing gum. That is so rude of me. Um, Miss Jordan. Sam, how dear. dare you? <laughs> how are you? It has been over a week since we well we've spoken but like since we've done our podcast and like we have so much to talk about there is so much to catch up on I feel like it's been a lifetime since the last time I saw you I know me and Sam both did some traveling I went out to LA she went to Mexico there, there's been a lot of new things happen also everyone congratulations to Sam for starting her new job today Oh, thank you. Yes, I did start my new job today, and I love I've, it. See, like, we've literally lived another life since the last time we had a podcast episode. Literally. It's amazing what two weeks can do for you. Right? Where do we begin? Tell me, how was Mexico? Tell me about your trip to Mexico. Mexico was lovely. Um, it was my dad and I. We went on, like, a father-daughter tropical trip, which was a lot of fun. Um, it was so hot. Like, and like I run hot just normally but like if I'm in the shade and stuff like I'm cool I was laying in the shade in the middle of the day just straight up drenched from the tops of my forehead to the bottom of my toes in sweat and then it was so hot during the day that we would get in the pool at the end of the day and it would be like a hot tub and this pool is enormous I was like oh my god I get why they do siestas we did siestas every single day we would go inside between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. and take a nap to then come back out later. So, but otherwise, it was a lovely trip oh. and I'm super happy that we did it. I love that. No, see, I, I kind of had the opposite thing. So I was in LA and I've been to California yeah. before. I've been to San Diego, but this was my first time in the LA area. And like the weather was probably the same, but I, there was something about this trip, something about this area. I was staying, I wasn't technically staying in LA. I was technically in Marina Del Rey. But I, it was like, just like whatever you picture perfect weather to be, yeah. it, it was that. And like, there were no, like the one night me and my sister, our um, balcony, like you could enclose it. We literally slept on the patio the one night oh, because there were God. no bugs and it was perfect. And we were right next to the pool and we were on the marina. So there was water. Like it was just so relaxing. But even like it did get really hot, but like then you would look at the weather app and it would be like 82. But yeah. it's just because it's dry heat that like it feels hot. But oh my God, I it like took a lot to get me back to the East Coast. I won't yeah. lie. I have been to LA several times and I've usually gone in the wintertime and it is like amazing weather. Like no matter what, except for the last time I went, which was like rainy all the time. It was so nice and it's like, the perfect sunny day yes. every day yes it's I amazing like, I literally couldn't believe it but yeah the first time that I ever went to California was about two years ago like I said went to San Diego and we went there in June gloom like not knowing that that existed um mm -hmm. it's just this like period of time where for some reason in June it gets super rainy mm -hmm. rain for California and gray right. um and still I thought the weather was great then but I don't know the the four days that we were there we just got very lucky because it was chef's kiss absolutely and I forgot to say it we are on episode 13 which is incredibly fitting because of course of course we would be we have to talk about Taylor Swift <laughs> and Jordan has to tell me all about which I have heard very minimal about I have to hear about your LA show for the Eras Tour, your third show that you got to go to. And you had, and when I'm not, I am literally not joking around when I say this, you had the best set of surprise songs in the entire tour this, thus far, I have to say. I was in pure shock at the surprise song. The tour was great. Like, I mean, the main reason, literally... And you can all make fun of me as much as you want. The main reason we were there was to hear Long Live. Like, fair. <laughs> that fair. was, that was, that was like the, because yeah. I already saw, so saw the show twice. Yeah. But like, that's me and my sister's song. Like, we had Absolutely. to hear it. Mm -hmm. And then my mom didn't get to see it in Philly or anywhere around here. So she had to see it for the first time. And it's so funny. This is so wholesome. So we're in LA and my mom always talks about Cornelia Street and she never 
she didn't sing Cornelia Street once. Yeah. Um, and so my mom like really wanted it. And every night, like I was like, okay, no Cornelia Street because I wanted my mom to get it. And then it's the night before the concert we're sitting out and she's like, guys, she's like, my number one's exile. And I was like, what? And Spencer were like, you've been talking about Cornelia Street the whole time. Like, I didn't even know you wanted it. And she's like, no, Exile's my song. I listened to it all day in the car, every single day. And then Taylor pressed that one note on the keyboard. And we were all just like, <gasps> like, it was. Dude, that's insane. No, it was that's insane. It was oh like really nuts. And I was so happy for you and or so happy for her. And also like Taylor's vocals. I have never experienced her vocals like that live. That was on any tour. One of the best any of any of the songs that she's been singing. The way she sounded, it was so beautiful. And the and when you guys were singing the other parts during the <laughs> chorus, and she was, I was like, oh my god, it was so beautiful. Oh no, the whole thing. It was like I was in pure shock, like as it was happening, obviously, because I was like. Oh, like I knew I was like I can't even imagine what Twitter or X looks like right now which is a whole nother thing like Twitter doesn't even exist anymore since it's last Twitter time we had a podcast Twitter I will never <laughs> call it X I'm sorry but yeah no it was like I just remember me and my sister like we were each holding our phones like trying to record and just staring at each other and listening to her and like every note and every change me and Sasha were just like <laughs> Like the, we were like, what? Like, it was moment one of those moments where you knew you were sitting there, like experiencing. I was like, I'm experiencing this. Like, yeah. this is so surreal. And literally, when you like texted me too, like I wasn't even processing exile yet. I was like, you got dressed, right? like dress rocks so fucking no. hard. I love dress, and I was literally like, I didn't even process exile yet. And then I finally did, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, got exile, and it was one of the best performances on the entire tour. Yeah, no, it was, and it's so ironic too because, like, when the tour started, "Dress" was one of like my top songs that I wanted. Like, that's one of my favorite songs. So when she like gave, I say gave me, which is dramatic, but <laughs> it's did. true. She, she gave it to me. To so when she gave that to me, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, and then I was like, cool, it doesn't get better than this. And then we got fucking exile, and I was like. <laughs> it was insane it always scares me whenever she just starts playing the piano and she I doesn't know. intro it at all so i was like what is she gonna do what is she gonna do and i watching the tiktoks of this i was like because i can't watch the live streams anymore i can't do it i literally get like an emotion that i didn't even know i could feel every time i watch a live stream and i'm like i'm sad but i'm happy yeah. i'm angry but i'm extremely like glad for these people that are there like it's like this like incredibly weird emotion like a roller coaster all happening like instantly yeah i can't do the live streams anymore but i do obviously like watch the tiktoks afterwards and oh my god i'm like just so happy though that you were able to experience that you were able to experience long live yeah. your mom was able to do that like i'm i'm like it, it looked like you guys had an amazing time and you guys looked amazing in your reputation outfit holy shit thanks like just just a masterpiece all around just just a beautiful wonderful picture frame of a of a of a night or of a trip and i'm so happy for you no literally and it ended in bed with in and out burger oh and i was like literally nothing gets better than this moment right here i just love just love hamburgers, honestly. Cheeseburgers. I know. I, I love I, the I, special sauce. Like any restaurant you go to, and if there's a burger on the menu with a special sauce, I'm like, I don't care what sauce. I just, whenever they have that little oomph, I can't, I need it. I saw a TikTok once of a guy who was just like, if there's a pale orange sauce on the menu, I'm getting it. No, literally, I'm the same way. Literally, if it's pale orange, it doesn't even matter what it's called secret sauce chipotle aioli like it doesn't matter like boom boom i will be getting it the restaurant i used to work at called it boom boom i don't know if that was a them thing or a boom boom it's boom boom sauce or is it bang bang no i think it's boom boom (laughs) it's something (laughs) either way it's probably baller it's so good i would devour it i put it on everything 
literally everything. I dip my chicken fingers in it. I dip my crab mac and cheese in it. I'll put it on a burger. You name it. That sauce is going everywhere. Pale orange sauce, man. Pale orange sauce. And on the other side of Taylor Swift news, which Jordan missed by only a mere few days, which if she was there for that too, I think this, I don't even know if we'd be here today. Honestly. That was in the same room as Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift? <laughs> I don't, yeah, it would have been, it would have been crazy. But Taylor has announced 1989, Taylor's version, October 27th. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize my nails are pale blue. I didn't even like mean to do that. Manifested it. I did. Well, my nail lady did. I didn't even pick this out. She was like, I'm giving you pale blue. And I was she like, knew. Okay, yeah. We said we're in our 1989 era. Absolutely. And I just have to say, as someone, as we've talked about, Speak Now is like my album. Folklore and Speak Now are like my albums. For some reason, this is the most excited about a re-release. And this is the most gorgeous album cover I've ever seen. No, I can't explain it. My mom keeps asking because she she's I mean, she respects 1989, but she's into like red folklore, like all okay. like the feely vibey songs. And she's like, 1989 is great. Like it's good pop music. But she's like, what is the hype? Like, why does it? Did you see like the streaming records? This is like, like whenever. Yes. Like whenever an album was released, like it got streamed a bunch when she first announced it. 1989 is being streamed like 12 million more times than Fearless, Red, Speak Now. Like, it's just, and then like the pre-orders, like blew out midnights. Like, I am like really perplexed though, because again, like I do enjoy 1989. I love 1989 and it's got bangers on it, but like it was never my favorite album. But all of a sudden I'm like, 1989's coming out. Oh my god, 1989. Like, I don't know what it is. There's something. There must be something in the water. I don't know. There's something about this album that like, because it's like, it's not the lyrics of this album, but it's just like the whole the vibe. But like, I, I don't know, because like compared to like, obviously folklore and, and mi- even Midnight's like all our later stuff, lyrically, it's not on that same like deep level that she puts into like the newer ones. Right, yeah. But this album, I'm going to be honest, it's a no-skip album. You listen to it from start to finish, it is perfect. And they're like you are in love, oh. out of the woods. I know places. Like there are masterpieces on this album. Robbie, my best friend says it best. He refers to this as the pop bible. It really is. Cuz like and if you think about it and I was listening like that morning because I did not stay up to hear the announcement because I was a big sleepy baby. Um, so I woke up the next morning, obviously immediately went on to TikTok to like make sure it actually got released because I was like, no, it's coming out. And I just like went to bed. Like, no, I was the same. Well, like when I woke up, I was, I was like, like, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then I like listened to the whole album and it's like a weirdly short album too. Like I feel like there's not as many tracks on it. And, like, I listen to it front to back, even Shake It Off. Mm-hmm. Like, which I know that you're, like, this, like, born-again Shake It Off stand that, like, <laughs> for some reason we're, like, why does Shake It Off go so hard all of a sudden? No, I, if Shake It Off didn't get overplayed on the radio, it would be a freaking hit. I swear to God. I, I mean, like, it is a hit. I was going to say, it was a hit, but it was, like, a forced hit just because no matter where you turn, Shake It Off was playing. Yeah, but like no, it, listening to it now, I don't know. Maybe it's after, like I don't know, because like the 1989 set in the Eras tour was like one of my favorite moments, just because it was so fun and the place was so electric and everyone was having such a good time. Like it's just such a feel good album, which is so ironic because like I feel like that was a dark time for her. So like. I'm glad that she gets to experience this album happy now and healthy yeah. now. I mean, I think that's also like, that's like a big thing about the album cover. It's like, there was like the whole thing with the other Polaroid that they had chosen when she was smiling and she hated her smile. And like, this is the only album cover in which she's smiling on. Mm-hmm. And like the free hair, the seagulls in the background, the beautiful blue sky. It is like, 
I don't know. It's just a very beautiful cover. It is. And I saw it and it like took my breath away. I was like, <gasps> like yeah. And, and did you see like, the thing with the seagulls? Yes. Yes. What each Al of the five seagull means. Yeah. Oh no. I didn't see what they mean. I saw that on the first album cover. They were like within her, like they were locked in, they were on her sweater and now mm. they're like released. Oh wait, but what does each seagull mean? I think it has to do with the each of the albums that came before it and how now they are hers and like now they are free and like that kind of thing. And then I also saw this is a little off track, but I saw that the first surprise song of this tour was Tim McGraw and the last surprise song of the US tour was Year's Day, the first and last stolen songs of her in like of her discography. I was like what the fuck? <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this woman's a mastermind. She like, is. she's not joking. No, no, she literally is a mastermind. I, I, I don't know how she does it. Um, but on on another note, um, do we want to talk about how um I had better seats? We both had better seats than Carly Gloss to the Aero store. And like, she was not in a tent. I think she was eventually brought down to the tent, though. See, I have heard such mixed things. Yeah, me too. I've heard yeah. that she was brought down. But then I also saw a video of her in her seat dancing to shake it off, which is like towards the end. Yeah, that's and like midway through the show, at least. No, that's right before it's 1989 Surprise Songs Midnights. That's like end. Oh, yeah. No, that is. That is. Yeah. No, you're right. So like. I'm like, if she was standing in her seats then, and like the girl apparently who took it was like, no, she was there the whole time. She was there the whole time. But then I've seen all these like, like chicks in the office who I trust them with my life. I don't know when they became like my new source, but they I have. Know, right? <laughs> like, I, I'm like, did, if chicks posted it, then I know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I saw that they said that she was brought down. So I don't know. I'm super confused by the but whole thing. I haven't thing. seen any footage of her in the tent. That's no, me either. Me either. So. I believe the girl then who said that she wasn't because if she was there watching her the whole time and she said she didn't leave, then I believe her. Right. Especially but. like until I see some photo or something. Right. Right. Wild. I, I just think it's so funny because people were talking about how Adam Sandler was there <laughs> and he was in the tent and Carly Kloss was like in like the 200 levels. The guys who lost to Adam Sandler. <laughs> Have you heard the TikTok sound? I think it's from um, I think it's from D Jesse, like the Disney Channel show. And she's like, Adam Sandler, what are you doing here? And he's like, waiting for them to play Gangnam Style. <laughs> Was that from Jesse? I'm pretty sure it's from Jesse. Yeah, that's so funny. But I heard that like I saw like somebody like walking by him like while he's in the tent, and they was like waiting for them to play Gangnam Style. <laughs> You know, uh, I beat Carly Claus. This whole thing, I, I'm in a chokehold. I've been in a chokehold for years. About, I just want to know what, one way or the other, I want to know what actually happened with Carly Claus and Taylor Swift. I need answers. I can't take it. It consumes me. What did she sing? Was it Maroon that she resang on <laughs> Carly Claus's birthday? Oh, yes, it was. There's like, like, how many other signs do we need? <laughs> right. And wasn't it on this podcast that we sat here and said Maroon was 100% about Carly Claus? Because what guy is drinking rosé? Like, what guy's roommate is drinking rosé on the floor? None. That is a female thing. Carly Claus. 100%. 100%. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Although, but just overall, the just the idea of Carly Claus buying Eras Tour tickets to go and see her and not be invited to like the celebrity tent is so funny. Did it's she so funny. sit in the queue? Did she spend she must $1,000 on resale tickets? Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like either way, it makes me giggle. So funny. It's so funny. And over she really like, showed up at Taylor's party. Yeah. And it was crazy, though, that, like, she was the first person to hear 1989, right? Yeah. Like, and then she was there. Oh, wait, did you hear about the conspiracy with her Twitter? No. So a couple. Wait, so from the day that 1989 was announced, Flash 
backward 189 days. It's like April something. Carly Kloss posts a picture on Twitter in a blue sweater listening to music with the caption thrills with a blue heart, a music emoji, and a repeat emoji. And now everyone thinks it was 189 days prior to the 1989 announcement. So now everyone thinks that that may have been her listening to 1989. And I've seen a lot of people convinced that Thrills is a vault track. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But that would be crazy because, like, I don't know. I feel like if Carly – unless Carly Claus being in the stands was a PR move. What if she was an Easter egg? Like <laughs> I, I, fuck? I put nothing by this woman anymore. No. Like I don't put anything. Like she could literally do the most random shit and I'd be like, that's an Easter egg. She and now you, and you would now be right, on though. National Koi Fish Day. <laughs> no, literally. Literally. It's insane. Yep. It's yep. insane. And 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 Harry Styles follows Taylor Swift on Instagram now. If they do a collab of any kind, I will perish. I'm just gonna you I'm just gonna get sent into orbit. Yeah, no, the show would be canceled. Like I don't even I like I I, I can't even formulate words right now just thinking about it. So if it actually like comes out and graces my ears, I'm gonna lose my shit. Like look I will for be dead. shit. She's not going to be able to find it. It's going to be gone. It's going to be out in the wind. I'm not, I'm like going to, I'm going to absolutely lose my mind. And if Sam loses her shit, then you know damn well that Jordan doesn't have any of hers. Cause like I said, we balance. It's, it's all a balancing act for the two of us. I literally, I'm going to lose my mind, lose my mind. I don't even, I'm going to be honest. I don't even remember what the rest of our show's about. <laughs> I know if we didn't make banners like on the side, I probably would just get see- keep sitting here. Talking I can't about use my this. mouse, so I can't look at them. Yeah. <laughs> my mouse is dead. <laughs> well, overall, I'm very excited for Taylor's Taylor's uh, version of 1989. I think it's I going wait. to be epically beautiful. I think just hearing like things like I know, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with I know places because the it's live a version as well hit. The live version, I watched the TikTok over and over and over again just to hear the end we run part. Yeah. I, I And like, for those who have been listening to the podcast since the beginning, they know that was one of my top three surprise songs that I wanted. I was like, I can't believe she had Do you know I missed it by one day? I know. If you got it, I would have like been like, Jordan! No! <laughs> I was praying for it too. Oh my god, it's, it looked amazing. It looked amazing. But no, but. I literally I, can't, I got dressed in exile, so I can't. I have no room to stand on. Yeah, and, and you've had now six surprise songs, so like, that's a lot of surprise songs. It's a lot, and two of them were like three, were very high on my list. So, yeah, no, it was. It's, I'm just overall. Taylor Swift, although we won't be having an Eras tour for a while, which is kind of sad. I know. I like don't know what to do with myself now. I know. I know. It's going to be a little sad, but I think we all deserve a little bit of a break. Yeah. Reconvene, do some 1989, you know, discovering and try and figure that out. Yeah. And um, we will find other things to talk about, I'm sure, about Taylor Swift. Oh, we will for sure. I already have. There's a couple things already that I'm just holding. Have you heard? Okay, before we move on, I know we've been talking about this for like 20 minutes. <gasps> have you heard the Coney Island theory? No. I just heard it the other day. How the bridge of Coney Island is giving us each re-release. Wait, I took a screen. I thought it was it. giving each boyfriend. That might be it too. But here, hold on. Here it is. So the... We uh were you waiting at our old spot in the tree line by the gold clock and that's fearless. Yeah. You're standing in the hallway with a big cake, happy birthday, red. 
Did I paint your bluest skies the darkest grays a universal way? Speak now. And when I got into the accident, the sight that flashed before me was your face. 1989. And when I walked up to the podium, I think that I forgot to say your name, Reputation. I just gave myself chills. No, no I no. have chills. And then debut being last, but it's not in the... Like, they just put debut at the bottom and, like, didn't include it. She literally told us the order of the re-recordings when Evermore came out. I also think people, apparently, there's also a whole other theory that at the end of all of this, like, when debut comes out, that Karma will be coming out. I, that was, that was the other tidbit that I was like, I'll hold it because I won't be able to stop. But here we are. Well, Um, I mean, we can, we can wait to to discuss this, but. No. Um. (laughs) Let's talk about it. No. <laughs> All right. Um, well, because Taylor Nation, it tweeted, it was blue, black, green, dot, 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 orange, heart emojis. And, and look up the um, elevator. The elevator. The, the elevator. elevator button, and then orange at the top. And I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be karma. But or like some other album. I I but I definitely think we're getting another studio album, like a new album. At the end of the yep. Yep. Oh my god. I'm gonna lose. What my if mind. what if it's a collection of like the rest of her favorite vault songs that didn't make any of the albums? Oh my god. How many songs do you think this woman has written that we have? 150 heard? for 1989 alone. Oh, and we get like 22 of them. Oh my God. I know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to process all this. What a Red- time to be alive. I know. I know. What a time. What a time we- to be alive and in our age that we're going to remember all of this. We literally, Taylor Swift, mom, earmuffs, Taylor Swift raised me. Like literally every problem I have ever had in my coherent life, I've turned to Taylor Swift. Yeah yeah ew yeah i literally i have to stop myself from every single song that i've chosen so far for my wedding has been taylor swift and i'm like i i can't i mean i could but like i need to like change it up a little bit like i can't have a Taylor Swift. i mean i could but also michael would be like can we throw in something else here (laughs) 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 but yeah i it's unreal. This woman's unreal. I think that we Oh, should. wait. Four minutes ago, it seems like Dalvin Cook deal is done. Oh, here's this headline then. The oh, end goes back, baby! baby. <laughs> Let's go! Oh Dalvin Cook to the Jets. Ezekiel Elliott to the Patriots. Any more running backs? Any other ones want to make a move? Jonathan Taylor, I know you're itching to get out. I think he's staying in, in Indianapolis. I think he reported. Yeah, no. And like the GM was just like, it's not going to fucking happen. Like, yeah. Yeah, don't think about it. Yeah, no. I I am, first of all, this past weekend, first like full weekend of preseason games. Mm-hmm. So excited. The, the first episode of Hard Knocks came out. By the time this comes out, the second one will have come out. But did you watch? Did you watch Hard Knocks? No, she didn't. I can already tell she did not. <laughs> I haven't watched anything <laughs> that you have told me to watch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I haven't watched summer every, every week. Time. I'm like Jordan. Have you watched this? And she just looks at me, and I'm like, I don't even know why I ask anymore. I really don't. I've only <laughs> seen the first. I'm three episodes behind in, in the summer. I turned pretty. I only watched episode one of Quarterback. And I haven't made it to Hard Knocks yet. Well, anyway, NFL talks of of the world. Yeah. I am, like, super fucking stoked. Like, I, you always think, I always think at least, coming into, like, preseasons, I'm like, all right, like, we're going to ease into this. I watch the first preseason game and I'm like, oh, my God, football's back. Yeah. And I'm, like, <laughs> freaking out for no reason. Meanwhile, the Giants backup quarterback right now. <laughs> His name is Tommy DeVito. He's from 
Livingston, New Jersey, and I'm absolutely fucking obsessed with him. Oh my god. <laughs> I dare you to get a jersey. If he makes the roster, if he makes the roster, I'm buying a jersey. <laughs> Wait, I'm trapped. I'm trapped. What happened? Wait, did you just hear that? No. Something? Thank God my remote's charged enough. You were talking and all of a sudden Siri goes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I could only hear Siri. And I was like, Siri, go away right now. We're recording. I'm trapped. I'm trapped. <laughs> and I couldn't get out of it because my remote was plugged in. <laughs> so I missed the second half of that. I said I dare you to get a jersey and then I didn't hear what you I said. I said if he makes the roster. Okay. I'll get a jersey. Yeah. Um, because like... There's nothing I love more than hella Italian men playing football. Ben DiNucci, I was so on that train. He was on the Dallas freaking Cowboys, and I was like, Ben DiNucci. Oh, Ben DiNucci. <laughs> but yeah, the he fact that he's from out. Livingston, New Jersey, says everything that you need to know. 20 minutes away from me. Yep. Like, basically a Staten Island man. And I was just like, I love this man. I love him. And he threw a TD. I was like, this is bad. Oh, I love okay. this kid. I love him. Wait, you know who I already feel bad for? <laughs> who? Jimmy Garoppolo. No. I think he lost his job. <laughs> I really do. Derek Carr. <laughs> you can't tell me. You cannot tell me that Aiden O'Connell with a helmet on is not an exact clone of Derek Carr. Spot the difference. You can't. I swear to God. I, granted, there was, like, some underlying circumstances, but I'm sitting on my couch watching, and I said, is this an old game? I, Sam, I'm not joking. I'm sitting there. I literally walk in my living room and sit down. I look at the TV, and I said, why are they playing an old preseason game? Derek Carr's not there anymore. And it took me. Rise. I, like, walked up to the TV, and I was examining, and I was like, that is not Derek Carr. <laughs> like I can totally picture you way up in the screen of your TV, just like, hold on, let me get, let me take a look at this face. All right, like I was recording it on my phone. I have like six minutes of the Raiders' offense on my phone, just because I was like scrolling, and I was like, did they clone him? And and for literally for reference, Jordan sent said recordings from her phone of the television to me and to our old coworker so that we would be able to see what she was seeing. Oh my god. And I god. literally said, I can't be too sure that yeah. this is not Derek Carr. Yeah. Like, and then I saw him without a helmet on. They don't look that similar, but when they're in the Raiders uniform with the helmet the on call- number. Yeah. I, that's what freaks me out even more. Like Sam, you don't understand. And I was alone and I'm on my couch and I was like, what? Cause then I see Brock Hardy and I'm like, so this is a racing game. And I'm like going through all the stages of grief, like trying to figure out how Derek Carr is still on the Raiders when it's actually Aiden O'Connell. Like, <laughs> I'm just picturing Jordan just sitting there all alone, staring at the TV, thinking it's Derek Carr, and someone just like, "Do you ever get nervous?" And then Jordan's like, ah! "I'm so nervous." Like, I was like, "I'm being punked. I'm being punked." I went back to like the oh TV God. guide. Like, I was so perplexed. But speak of him, he looks really good. Like, yeah. he looks really strong. No, he looked really good. Um. A Rich came out for the Colts. He mm. looked really good. He started a little rocky, but he looked really good. Yeah. Um, Gardner Minshew. I mean, he's just going to be a good uh, backup quarterback for him. Um, I got to say, Malik Willis and Will Levis are kind of like trying to see who's worse, in my opinion. Like, w- like do something. I mean, oh, Malik yeah. Willis, granted, did do a little bit better than Will Levis, but I was like, this is like not very intense imagine being the titans like front office right now and thinking like oh you know i was a malik willis truther like i like i was so mad when this oh my god that i can hear oh my god my god that is not a facetime we want to see either um ew um (laughs) Malik Willis, 
I was a Malik Willis truther, yeah. um, hardcore Malik Willis truther. Yeah. Um, and I was proven a little wrong last season and, and I'll give him, you know what? You can have a rough start. Maybe it's not the end, but he did not make my takes look good last season. So then they're like, okay, okay. Brian Tannehill's getting older. He's right. not going to be the one for us for much longer. We drafted Malik. We didn't see much in him. Will Levis was supposed to be a first round pick and he fell to us. They're like, Ooh. let's, let's, Ooh, so teaser. Um, <laughs> teaser. Will Levis fell to us. We're going to snag him and we're going to have so much depth. We're going to be fine. And then both of them look like that. <laughs> first of all, I also, I was bored and I was looking at stuff on YouTube and I was like, every once in a while, I got to check out Sporty Jordy and see the shorts that she's posted and stuff so I can give them a like. But I realized that our draft video has like blown up, really. Like it's it's done very well. And I was like, let me watch a couple minutes of this again, because it was just so funny. And I got to the point where it was like that point in the night where we were getting delusional. And I was like, Will Levis. And like every pick I was trying to think that Will. I, we got to the Ravens, who literally paid Lamar that day. And I was like, they're going to pick Will Levis. <laughs> and so this, the, that, that's just so funny to think back on, because I was like, so con- we were all convinced that Will Levis was going in the first round. And then he just didn't. No, literally very early second round, but yeah, still. yeah, no, I, I couldn't every time. And then even when I made my edit, um, for the, um, when I made my edit for the Eagles pick, I threw in, cause I made a joke while I was like anxiously waiting and was like, um, we're, watch, we're going to take Will Levis after like Jalen Carter fell to us. Um, but yeah, Will Levis. Will Levis. So Will Levis. do better. Do better. Malik I'm, Willis or Will Levis. Although, shout out Will you. Levis. He's a Water Dogs fan. PLL gang. <laughs> shout out Will Levis. But shout yeah, it's... it's I, I just have to say, though, first se- first weekend of preseason is just... It's it's a magical... It's a magical feeling to, like, see football back on your screen, to see a couple starters here and there, like, in the mix, and then seeing, like, guys that you're especially for like our specific teams like i don't know like it's like i don't i think it's cool i think it's fun i love it no i love i think preseason's underrated i i agree i agree i think that it's like just such a fun time and there's like no you don't have to worry about a a record yet too like you're like okay so they lost no big deal like it's preseason who cares eagles didn't start a single starter like no one nicobe dean didn't even play Mm -hmm. yeah no it's a fun time though it's a very fun time but i guess that that we can go into what i accidentally showed the world by accident this is this is like really affecting me like emotionally (laughs) i am very surprised at this because it's been years since the blind side has come out and all of a sudden michael or decides to come out and say that this family never adopted him that they were this whole story that everybody has come to know and love and watch every time it's on TV. Every time. And like all of his, and also like he definitely signed uh, like a contract or something like signing his life rights away, basically. So he can't sue. But like, why lie about all this and now come out now to talk about it? That's what I'm so confused about. And I-, I may be missing chunks of the story because like I saw all the headlines, like I read like the major posts, but I didn't really go in depth in it. Yeah. Um, but I do. I remember like a handful of years ago, something along this line coming out that like the blind side was super, super exaggerated. Like they didn't do yeah. as much for him as the movie makes it seem and blah, blah, blah. So, like, I had a feeling it wasn't as perfect, but this is, like, very dark compared to what I thought. Yeah, and, like, if they were going to make the movie, right, like, what year did this even come out? Like, I feel like we were in middle school. I was. I was in, like, sixth grade, seventh grade. So then, so yeah, so then I was in eighth grade, maybe in high school, beginning of high school. That came out, and they could have been, like, hey, yes, this family did a lot for me, but, like, they are not my adopted parents. That yeah. was just for the movie. Like, that's a very easy thing to come out and say that they were just like, yeah, we just changed it up for the the movie version of it, you know? Like, especially, especially for the fact that now he's saying that, like, he didn't make a dime from it. 
Yeah, that too. It's just like, well, why were you signing things that had anything to do with your life that you weren't going to get any money for? I know. And like, I feel like, no, that's the thing. I feel like he could have been like misled, but why? Like, I want to know what prevented him from coming out until right now. Is there like an NDA? Was he being like threatened? Like, because it's yeah, yeah, like did uh, the timeline of it all doesn't make sense about like why now it's very odd but i don't know like if all this is true like i want him to get all the justice in the world fuck that family yeah if they like really like just used him to you know get money to go to jail it's just like bizarre it's just bizarre overall like everything that has to do with it and i just have to go on the record though and say that people were just like oh sandra bullock should get her oscar revoked no she should not she She had nothing to do with this homegirl was just doing her job she was acting in a movie she was playing the good the good girl she was playing what the mother should have been yeah and so she won an oscar for it we do not need to bring sandra bullock enough with the trick plays burt run the (laughs) damn ball (laughs) literally and like th- that's the thing though it's like i've watched this movie i can't even comprehend how many times you literally I've called me sj and every time i'm like oh that's my favorite character in the blind side yeah literally so it's just like yeah it's very weird i hope more things come out like michael or decides to be like this is the story this is what was happening to me at the time and then like you know this is what i signed and like this is what i was given and blah 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 because like something's not adding up yeah no i have a feeling i have a feeling they probably coerced him into signing things and he probably had no idea what was going they full-on took advantage of him to some extent i just want to know what took so long like like why are we just finding out about it now i want to see like how did they get away with it for so long so the blind side came out in 2009 okay oh i was in eighth grade so you were in sixth grade. And then how long was Michael Orr in the league at that time? Because that's what I'm curious about. He was definitely still playing for like at least. Let me see. Hold on. For- uh, yeah. He played till he started playing in 2009. So the movie came out the year that he was drafted. Okay. Then he played until 2016. Okay but still that like so they made that movie knowing that he was going to get drafted in the first round of the 2009 draft that said it came out in 2009 which means that that movie had to be in production at least a year and a half before then maybe the uh, i don't know like that's unless like (sighs) then also how did they film if they knew where he was going to get drafted and it came out in 2009 and he was drafted in 2009. Was the movie coming out like later 2009? Yeah, maybe it came out. Yeah, maybe it came out like December and they like filmed the rest of it. I feel like it would be a movie to come out like on Christmas Day. Like it's one of those. Mm, 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 mm. Wait, let's see. The blind. Yes, because they had footage from his draft in the movie. That's right. It That's came out November ended. 20th. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Came out much later. Based on the 2006 book? Oh, yeah, it was a book first. Not about Michael Orr. Oh, my God, it does. So at that point, they definitely... So they definitely filmed everything that needed to happen from the book. And then once he got drafted, they, like, finished up the movie? The whole thing is freaking bizarre to me. Something's not adding up. Something ain't right. Michael Orr, come on the show. Yeah. Tell all. I was going to say, tell all. Imagine we're the we're the platform that gets the Michael Orr story. <laughs> They're like, who the fuck are these two yeah. random hyper girls that are just screaming all the time? About yeah. Taylor Swift in the NFL. That's literally, I, I don't know if people were expecting anything else. That's all this is. That's all it is. We tried to say oh, we got some music stuff to talk about we, though. We've got music. We if I watch the TV shows, we could talk about the TV shows. <laughs> when I do, ever watch is anything that I also watch. It's fine. Um, but no, it's like 
40% Taylor Swift, 40% NFL, and then 20% anything else. You know what I also just realized? What? We are both wearing like t-shirts and I'm in white and you're in black. Because we're yin and yang. We really are. Oh, wait. You guys should have heard what happened to us prior to the show happening, which is one of the freakiest things that's ever happened to me. Just to put it in context, so I'm recording. Obviously, you can see that my background's a little bit different today. Um, it's because I forgot my laptop. And to clarify, I have four different Mac laptops, one <laughs> Mac desktop. But my one that I consistently use is like my everyday personal, and then I have my work one. My work one, I left at work because I'm going back tomorrow. And I was like, oh, I have my personal at home. But I was traveling, and my personal is still at my mother's. So I texted Sam and I was like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. I'm going to have to record on my MacBook because I don't have a freaking laptop. And she goes, I'm so freaked out because she was on her way back from her boyfriend's house to pick up her laptop that she left at his place. So neither of us had a laptop today. I literally was about half a block away from my house. And I just like looked over at my, like I would just like bring it in my car. And I just like looked over and I was like, I don't have my laptop. And I literally just turned left, made my way back around. We don't live far. We're a mile away. Yeah. And so I just came right back around, came in, and then Jordan's like, yeah, I forgot my laptop. And I was like, no, wait, that's so fucking weird. <laughs> Very fucking weird. It was really, like, and I saw your text, and I thought, like, you said something that I was like, oh, she's going to make fun of me because I didn't realize that, like, you also... Oh, wait, no, you didn't. You just said, no, wait. But I literally drove home and realized I didn't have my laptop. I just drove to Michael's and back home so I could go get it. And I said, dot, 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 Sam. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that's so weird. And and earlier- I literally hate everything about that. Yeah. <laughs> earlier today, too, I like just wrote a bunch of stuff down on a note on my no, iPhone. No, has been so weird today. I forgot and about I that. I screenshotted it and I sent it, just sent it to Jordan, didn't even say anything, just sent it off and was just like, here's a rundown. And she was like, no, I just opened my computer to make a rundown. And I was like, the brain cell has multiplied because it's working overtime. Yeah, no, I literally, I was, it was in the middle of my work day and I, something happened that reminded me like of the show. And I was like, oh, let me jot down just like a quick rundown. I knew it was your first day. So I was like, oh, like, let me hop on here. And literally as I hit like the Google Chrome unsolicited profile, it popped up. You texted me a rundown. And I was like bizarre hello you're listening <laughs> you got <laughs> my messages <laughs> you know what's funny too is like michael and i have very similar things where like we do have this like telepathy type of thing where we think of a lot of the same things a lot of time like i'll think something and then he'll turn and look at me and be like oh by the way ba 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 and i'm like whoa how'd you know i was gonna i was like thinking about that and i was gonna ask you about that and we were i was away obviously in mexico for a week and he did not come with me and we i saw him obviously the day i got back and i was like oh we have to spend time together now like every single day because our telepathy is gone and like the moment i got home i like turned to look at him to ask him like a wedding question because we're like in the midst of like really planning a bunch of like logistic things Mm -hmm. and he goes oh by the way and then like said whatever i was thinking of and i was like how did you How'd you know I was going to say that? And he was like, the telepathy lives on! (laughs) Goes to show, even when we don't see each other for a week or a week and a half, basically. The telepathy's still there. It's always there. Oh, my God. Are we ready to to wrap up with our last few things here? I think so. All right. This, I just, I had to talk about this because it's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Um... Lil Tay was or is a rapper that I remember like from my Vine days and they put out a thing on her Instagram like basically saying that she was dead and then like her and her brother were just like no we're not dead most fucking bizarre thing I've ever seen is it confirmed that she is actually alive no she came out and said I am not dead and then they said they were like oh yeah her brother died too and her brother was just like no, I'm right no. here. No, I literally, my friend sent a screenshot of like, cause like her family put a statement on her Instagram 
saying that she literally died. So then everyone was reporting on it, like, rest in peace. That's a pretty good source if your parents are reporting you dead. You would like, think. You would think. You would think. So, like, I, I actually feel bad for these news outlets because I saw a lot of them get torched. But, like, I but feel like that's else? pretty – Yeah, like, if it's coming exactly, like, from the page itself, like – I don't know. I feel like that's a pretty good source. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my friend sent me a screenshot. One of the like news reports posted an image like with like her death date and like saying like R.I.P. Little Tay. She sent to me. She's like, oh, my God, this is so sad. A couple hours later, she's like, oh, my God, her brother's dead, too. And I was like, oh, like, that's so awful. Like, yeah. and I felt so bad. Then all of a sudden, three days passed. Same friend text in the group chat. She's like, I think they're alive. And I was like, what do you mean you think they're alive? And then I started seeing everything. And like, I saw the screenshot of the post from, she was like, my parents are taking over my Instagram. Like I'm alive. I'm alive. And then the police were like, we got no notice of them being dead. Yep. We're not investigating this at all. Mm -hmm. Like fucking bizarre. And it's like all in the midst of little Tay. And I believe her sister were about to win a case against the parents. Yeah. And the thing is, too, like, I didn't know much about Lil Tay. I, I don't know a lot about Lil Tay. I don't, at all. Yeah. But Michael was telling me that they're, like, her parents are are insane. And, like, they forced her to become Lil Tay, basically, to, like, get clout and get money from the internet and, like, stuff along those lines. And he was just like, no, they're, like, an abusive family that obviously needed something so they just decided to tell the world that their children were dead in order to like get some sort of clout i don't even know how you would get money from this but yeah no and like also what freaks me out about that is like how did they assume to get away with it like this is really dark but like were they planning on like actually killing their own children because like right. how else are you just gonna make two people like pretend to be like unwillingly pretend to be it's not like little tay wanted to disappear die. Yeah. yeah so like i don't know the whole thing like that's one of like the skeeviest things like to me i guess i shouldn't say this but like to me on like the scale like the ethical scale like i don't know the people that like murder their children are like obviously disgusting and fucked up but <laughs> this is like a completely different level of sinister very odd very odd but i'm glad at least we know she's alive and hopefully they've included law enforcement in one way or another to say like obviously like there's a possibility that the parents are like weirdly murderous towards their children yeah. i don't i don't know it's yeah it's just overall i was Either like way, they're going to jail because you can't have to fake kill someone literally and like I, I don't know it was just when I saw it on like Twitter or whatever like that's how I saw the news was like a picture of Lil Tay and it was like mm -hmm. R.I.P. whatever and I was like oh shit like I remember Lil Tay from Vine that really sucks she's super young and then it was just like the most bizarre string of events and I was getting it's it's bad that sometimes I get my news from Barstool Sports I like don't want to use it as a source but then all of a sudden it's at the top of my Instagram and I'm just like, this is how I find out. Yep. And fucking KFC is at the top and he's just like, Lil Tay's alive! And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you find out from KFC. Literally, I feel like there's so many things I find out because fucking KFC's face is on my Instagram and he's just like, guess what? Now he's on fire! And I'm like, this is how I find out? Like... <laughs> I should not be getting my news source from this man. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, I just clicked something. You clicked our thing away, but I think that that's fine that we can go on to our last. I didn't mean to hit anything. I was You're trying fine. to pull it up so I knew what was coming next. <laughs> well, I think that we could talk about our last our last thing of the of the show before we log off. Miss Olivia Rodrigo has done it again, baby. She came out with a new single. I am, I am so glad to hear you say that because I have heard way slander. Yes, and I'm like, this song is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> you don't get it. Literally, I've been seeing so many people on Twitter, on TikTok, especially being like, "Oh wow, this is finally growing on me." And I'm like, I heard this song for the first time, and I was like, "You yes. did it, Olivia. 
Yes. Fuck yeah. It's like healing my inner child. It's so. It's Which like is fucked up because she's like five years younger than yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like obviously a lot of people can relate to the song because it's about her basically going back to her ex at two in the morning after she's had a couple of drinks. You know, it happens Been and there. like very relatable. And she the music video was how I listened to the song first. Like I watched the music video and listened to the song at the same time. And like, I was like, oh my God, this is so fun. I've seen people say that it's Brutal's like older sister, Mm -hmm. which I was like, spot on. It's a mix of Brutal and Good For You. It literally is. And like, this is her vibe. She is an angsty young woman who is going to run around and talk about all the mistakes that she's made in her life. And she's going to scream and sing about it. And it's going to go hard. And I don't know why people do not like this song. It it's like, just, it encapsulates like that late 90s, early 2000s, like spunky vibe. It sounds like the beginning of a coming of age, teenage rom-com, like like I just imagine like every time like it's a bad idea right like the outfit changes and like getting ready like I don't know I can picture the whole movie scene and I love the sound it's the sound that raised me and I'm so happy to hear it again you know that might be it that might be it now that you said that it got the gears rolling that uh like younger people are kind of not that they're hearing this sound for the first time, because I'm sure that they've heard it before, but like getting new music in this way, maybe they're not as accustomed to it. But then like p- for people like us who like had that from when we were kids and it's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like I'm hearing new music like this. Yeah. Like it's like really, really good. But I mean, I love the part where she's, I think it's the second verse when she's like, and I think I should oh, stop. Geez. And then, oh. she, and then it stops. Yes. She's like, but I can't. And you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> I, no, love I, love part. I love it where it's like the, it's a bad idea, right? And then she's yeah. just like, fuck it, it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> and I always, I literally go like when I'm driving my car, I'm like so dramatic. Yeah. Like, oh. And then I'm like, fuck it. Oh, it's just so good. Everything about it is so, like, she literally, she's never missed. She has never missed. And the good thing is, too, it's like, this is the same thing that happened with Sour. It's like she put out these songs. And then the album came out and the other songs were a hundred times better than the ones yeah. that she released. So the fact that like we are so excited about these is that the album's going to go so hard it's and gonna it's going to go... be so angsty. I cannot wait. She is my queen. Um, and I can't wait. It's going to be. I-, I wonder who's going to be my second most listened to artist this year behind Taylor. If it's going to be Olivia or Gracie Abrams. It's going to be close. Wait, I want to know before we before we wrap up, who do you think this song is about? Because I've heard that it's about Joshua Bassett, but I the only I can't picture it. I don't know. know. I thought for sure it would have been about the ex that all I don't even remember his name because he's that irrelevant and he's hurt too many of the women that I like. So, um, but the one that also jaded Madison Beer that we talked about on the show. Oh, so thought, be, yeah. I assumed it would be about him just because like knowing his vibe and like I don't know I just feel like that's an ex where you're like ew like I'm gonna go back to you for a night but I don't want to and I don't want to tell my friends about it yeah but I've seen like everyone is convinced and also there's been some nods at Joshua Bassett like the car that she drove there's something about 22 and like his birthday's on the 22nd so like there are hints at him so, like, that makes sense to assume, but I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. But, yeah, overall, I love the song. I think it's I very it. good. I'm very excited for this album, which comes out in, like, two weeks. I was going to say, yeah, it's so, like, early September, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's You're less I'm than a month very, away. I'm very excited overall. And wait. I think that we should do a full album breakdown of, of this one as well. Oh, we for sure will. Olivia, uh, Taylor Swift is mother. Olivia is our daughter. Um, So be ready for, there will be no heirs tour, but we will have an Olivia album. So. um, And the NFL is coming back. And the NFL is coming back. We're checking all boxes. We got this. We're good. We hope you enjoyed this lucky number 13. Peace, love, Taylor. Um, Lucky episode number 13. Make sure to follow us on all of our social platforms. You can find us on 
TikTok, Instagram, and threads at the unsolicited underscore podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Sam and Jordan. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel here and follow us on all podcasting platforms. We love you dearly. And when I say we will be back next week, we will actually be back next week. We sure will. (gasps) Love you. Bye. Bye.